can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics fall to the Milwaukee Bucks 103-101. Fall behind in the series 2-1. Uh, and this was a this was a sad game. This was a sad game. Celtics were down 14 points uh, at one point in that fourth quarter. Battled back, uh, made an incredible run. I believe it was a 27-13 run in the fourth quarter. Took a lead on Jalen Brown's free throws with like 50 seconds 50 seconds left, and then the wheels kind of fell off. The a lot of non calls. And I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and I'm not gonna talk about the refs all game. I know everyone in the Celtics group that I'm on has tried to post about it, uh, about how terrible the refs were, and there were a lot of bad calls. But I'm not putting this loss on that on that. Uh, it's as simple as that. Uh, the Celtics did a phenomenal job of coming back in the fourth quarter, but. They played bad in the third quarter. We got outscored 34-17 in the third quarter. That's the game. Like, if you get outscored by 17 points in a quarter, you're really behind the eight ball. Like, you're just, you just made your entire game that much harder. Uh, and that's it. That's what it boils down to. Uh, but going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through player of the game. Run through some of the highs, some of the lows. Uh, talk about what we need to do moving forward for game four here uh, because we're up against it at this point. Uh, you can't you can't go down 3-1 and then be forced to win three straight games. Uh, it's just putting yourself in a really, really tough spot. Uh, so I want to give player of the game today to Al Horford. This man was just sensational. Like, really just steadying presence all game long. And you look, it was pretty damn consistent what he was doing from quarter to quarter. Uh, so you got to give the guy a lot of credit. And fourth quarter for him, 12 points. You look at the total stat line, 22 points, 16 rebounds, 5 assists, which was a team high, by the way. Also had 2 blocks on 9 of 17 from the field. So shooting over 50%, 4 of 7 from 3. Unbelievable game from Al Horford. You cannot ask for any more. And he also had that tip in at the very end of the game. Well, I guess I can't say at the end of the game, but right after the buzzer, uh, that would have tied the game. Like he was there making all of the plays, all of the big plays all game long. Uh, you got to give the guy a lot of credit tonight. Uh, because there were not a lot of good shooting performances uh, throughout this team. Uh, Al Horford was the guy leading as far as as far as field goal percentage goes. Al Horford had a fantastic game. The other guy tonight that played really well was Jalen Brown. And you got to give the guy some credit here too. And I know I'm going to say that you know throughout the postseason because Jalen Brown does not get the respect he deserves. And a lot of people keep saying he's playing second fiddle to Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown tonight was fantastic. You want to talk about blowing it up in the fourth quarter? That's what he did. 
Jalen Brown, after the third period, after the third quarter, had 12 points. He ended the night with 27. He had 15 points in that fourth quarter. And his stat line is damn impressive. 27 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, and a block. On 8 of 16 from the field and 10 of 11 from the free throw line. Jalen Brown was fantastic tonight. Like, fantastic. And he does not get the credit he deserves. Because everyone loves to talk about Jason Tatum. And Jason Tatum took a massive leap this year. And I'm not going to sit here and argue that. Uh, Jason Tatum has been the better player. But Jalen Brown has not been far off. Uh, And Jalen Brown played fantastic tonight. Had a couple of massive baskets in that fourth quarter that really put this team in play. Right? Like we were down 14 points in this fourth quarter between Al Horford chipping in 12 points and Jalen Brown getting 15. That was 27 of our 34 points in the fourth quarter came from those two. Like we did not get enough help from guys like Jason Tatum. And I'm going to talk about that in the second half. But Jalen Brown tonight was fantastic. I thought he played great. Time Lord was okay. Like it still seems like he's got a a little bit of ways to go before he gets back uh, to his full self. But look at the stat line, solid. 10 points, six rebounds, four assists, two steals, three blocks. Defensively, I think Robert Williams was, this was his best game since coming back. And not that there's a huge sample size, uh, but I thought he looked a little bit more fluid. He's still a little bit slow on some screens uh, and on some of his switches. But overall, this is a pretty solid game from him. Uh, And one of the other things that we saw tonight is his mid-range baseline jumper. We saw that two games in a row now. We saw a mid-range jumper from Time Lord. Uh, So you got to love seeing that. A A lot of times this year, people have been asking for it and I'm not really that guy I have if you listen to this podcast enough you know by now I'm not the guy that's sitting here telling Rob to take mid-range shots he needs to develop a mid-range shot I don't really think he does Rob is really good at what he's really good at and that's being athletic it's rebounding and it's putting shots back right it's finding guys it's tip outs he does a lot of things really well and he focuses on mastering that craft. And that's fine. Like, he knows his role. He never tries to do too much. Offensively, tonight, he, he, got, he struggled. He struggled a little bit offensively tonight. Normally, this is a guy that's shooting around 70%. He was 5 of 10 from the field tonight. And a lot of it is just due to the fact that we had the most physical game in the world. He got bodied, including getting elbowed to the face that was a no-call, which he actually ended up getting taken out of the game for a little bit, and they had to put Tyson there. Uh, but that's it's a, tough, it's a tough matchup for everybody. For every big man, it's a tough matchup. But Robert Williams, who focuses mostly on his athleticism, when you go up against guys that can bang down low with Giannis, who also can drive past you, and Lopez, who's just a massive behemoth of a man. 
Uh, it's a tough situation. It's a tough matchup for Rob Williams. Uh, he's played fairly well through it, but it's still not 100% there. Still not there all the way. Uh, Grant Williams, I thought, was solid tonight. Uh, nine points, six rebounds, two assists. Thought he played really well down the stretch. Uh, a couple of huge rebounds uh, that gave the Celtics second chances. Defensively, another solid, solid night. Shot, not quite there. After lighting it up last game, only went one of six from three tonight. Two of nine total. Uh, but he was a team high plus, actually team second high, plus eight. Derek White was the guy that led the team in plus minus tonight. And this is another guy that gets zero credit. And I talked about it a little bit last podcast. I thought that that was his game that he needed to step up with no Marcus Smart. And he really didn't. He was he was actually pretty bad for the majority of the first half, at least. Second half, I talked about it. He turned it on, played pretty well. But tonight, he was pretty solid through and through. 14 points, two rebounds. Defensively, I thought he was great. Three of six from the field, two of three from three. But the difference maker was six of eight from the free throw line. Derek White tonight got into the paint, was making the right plays, was driving and trying to get to the hoop. A lot of this game, it felt like there were a lot of just missed shots outside. And you look like comparatively to the rest of the series, we didn't shoot that many threes today. But the difference is we kind of reverted back to game one from a percentage standpoint. And it was gross. 27%. We were 9 of 33 from three. So when you talk about, like, it looks like we shot a million threes, it's because we missed a lot of threes. It's not necessarily that we took that many, but the ones that we took, we did not hit. And it was ugly. Absolutely ugly. Uh but that's it, right? Like that's the difference in the ball game. Like we had a couple of solid performances overall. I think Horford, Jalen, Derek White, those are your three main guys tonight. You want to talk about three players that gave you everything? Those are the three. Grant was I think I think Grant was up there too. Uh but realistically, you look across the board and you've got some bad shooting numbers. Uh, and just bad turnovers. This is something that the Celtics have been plagued with, right? Like in the Bucks, take advantage of it. 12 turnovers for the Celtics tonight. This isn't a team that you can turn the ball over. It's just not. The Bucks will get out in transition. They had 21 fast break points, 11 points off of those turnovers, uh, but they take advantage of this stuff. And then you give up. You know, you have a game like this where Giannis just goes off. Like, you're not going to be able to hold Giannis to 37% shooting the entire series. We knew a game like this was coming. And honestly, you gotta you got to take this game and be fairly happy about it because we were in it. But at the end of the day, we lost. And that part's really tough. It's really tough. This is a game the Celtics really had no business being anywhere 
close to winning based on these shooting percentages, uh, based on the way we played, frankly. Uh, but I want to talk about that. So before we dive into some of the negatives, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more, and boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place the same game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I want to tell you a little bit about my favorite sponsor, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Greens Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Greens Nutrition products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States and extensively third-party tested for quality. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com and use this special promo code for a discount off your purchase. All right, so let's talk some negatives here. And this game comes down to the fact the Celtics just did not hit shots. And I want to start with the number one contributor to that, Jason Tatum. My goodness, was this just a horrible performance offensively from Jason Tatum. Defensively, I think he played fine. Like I think he was a solid defender for the most of, for most of the game. Had a steal, four blocks, solid, right? Offensively, it was absolutely atrocious. Four of 19 from the field from Jason Tatum. Four of 19. 0 for 6 from 3. And what drove me nuts even more was down the stretch, there was a couple possessions where I'm like, okay, get Jalen Brown the ball. The guy is going off. And nope, Jason Tatum gets it, dribbles for 12 seconds just to get nothing. Take a mid-range fadeaway. And it was a bad shot. He bricked it again, just like he did the other 14 times today. Like bad, bad offensive performance. And he forced another one late too. Like there are games where Jason Tatum does not hit his shots, but he contributes by driving, getting into the lane, and finding guys. Tonight he didn't do that. He took. He tried to stay around the mid-range or three-point line way too often. And when he got in, he threw up a brick. Like he did not try to drive and find guys. And that 
is the reason the Celtics just could not pull this off. That entire third quarter was just an absolute struggle from Jason Tatum. Uh, honestly, from kind of everybody. Nobody played well in the third quarter. So I'm not going to pin that strictly on Jason Tatum. But the rest of the game, my God, he was bad. Like at the end of the at the end of the first quarter, he was one for five. At halftime, he was two of nine. And then he was three of 17 after the third. Three of 17. So in that third quarter, he shot one of one of eight in that third quarter. Those are just bad numbers. Like bad. He just went off this he went off and played a couple of solid games, had a great series against Brooklyn, and then comes in here in game three when the Celtics need him most just to get a bucket. Like if Jason Tatum played bad tonight, the Celtics win. He played horrible offensively. And that's the part that's so frustrating. Like even if Jason Tatum just had a bad game, but not terrible, the Celtics win this. That's the part that's frustrating. People want to blame this loss on the refs. And it's, I get it. The refs were bad. I get it. I get being frustrated with the refs. But be frustrated with the right people. The refs are not impacting the game as much as Jason Tatum was tonight. And I don't like saying that. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not shitting over Tatum. I'm not. Because I know Jason Tatum is so talented and is one of the top players in the NBA. I get it. Tonight, he was a no-show. In fact, he was a net negative. I'm not even saying it was a no-show. Like it, He was negative tonight. Most games, he contributes at some point on the offensive end. He'll give you a good quarter. He'll give you a game where the shots might not be falling, but he's finding guys, he's facilitating, he's playmaking. Tonight, none of it. He didn't do any of it. And that part's super frustrating. Like, super, super frustrating. Like, he had two points in the first, four in the second, two in the third, and then two in the fourth. You need to be better. Right? Like, and I, I tweeted this in the middle of the game. Like, Jason Tatum just needs to be better. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, the it's as simple as that. This game is a Celtics victory if Jason Tatum plays slightly better. Just slightly. And it is what it is. Like, it, there, we can't go back. But now we're at a point where we need game four. And it's just tough like to try and be in this game on the road against one of the better teams at home in Milwaukee. You really want to steal this because you're in it, right? Now you have to rely on the Celtics coming up huge in stealing that game four. And then on top of that, we still get to just hold home court advantage and win our other two games. Like it's a tough road coming from down, coming from down 2-1 in the series. So I don't know. I'm still confident the Celtics can do it. I still think, I mean, I originally I was saying Celtics in six. I don't think that's the case anymore. Uh, 
But I still think the Celtics can pull this off in seven. But it's going to take a full effort here. There's no more Jason Tatum, four of 19s. There's no more Marcus Smart, one of eight. Like Marcus Smart tonight on the offensive end was also bad. Like he was at nine points on one of eight from the field. Uh, Two rebounds, two assists. So it's not like he was facilitating either. Uh, Marcus Smart had a tough game. You know, and it, he got the two two fouls early in the first quarter, and it kind of took him out for a little bit. Uh, you know, kudos to him, I guess, for ending the game with only two fouls. Uh, but you just you needed more from him too. He's another one really struggled from deep, uh, really struggled overall. One of four from three, but struggled elsewhere. Hit a couple big free throws late. Uh, threw up that brick free throw to give the Celtics a chance and I say brick in a good way in this circumstance because you actually needed it to be a brick uh, but it gave the Celtics a chance and Marcus Smart was the first one in there and the first one to put up another putback attempt but unfortunately it fell short so he had that good offensive rebound late in the game with two seconds left but he couldn't put it back in like Marcus Smart made a couple of great plays tonight. Uh, defensively, I still think he was fantastic, but offensively, he struggled. And when you have guys like Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum, two of your five starters struggle. Not a good look. Not a. You're not going to win many games like that. Like the combined shooting numbers are just horrible, through and through. Like as a team, twenty-seven percent from the three. From the three. You're not going to win games like that. Unless you're getting a million things going to the rim. But they're not. Because Milwaukee's a big, big team. And that's frustrating. Uh, But that's it. Like That's what the Celtics need to do. Game four, they need consistency on the offensive end. They need to try and continue getting into the lane getting guys in foul trouble. I think they did a great job of that tonight. They got in. They made things hard. Like, you look, Giannis, four fouls. Brooke Lopez, four fouls. Wesley Matthews, four fouls. Grayson Allen, four fouls. They got all of these guys in foul trouble. Three on Holiday, three on Bobby Portis. Like, all of those guys at various points of the game were pulled out because they were in foul trouble. Like, the Celtics need to keep attacking. They're doing that. They're getting these guys in foul trouble, getting in the bonus by attacking and not settling for threes. They need to change that. They need to stick with that, but they need guys to hit shots. It's as simple as that. I know this is like the most simple statement in the world, but the NBA is a make-miss league. If you make shots, you win games. If you don't, you don't. Right, And I know that is boiling it the game down to its simplest form. But that's it. The Celtics need guys to step up and hit shots. And that's it. That's where we're going to wrap things up. Keep this one short uh, because it's frustrating. Uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter, at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Just crossed 16,000 uh, members in that group. Uh, which is crazy considering I started it a year ago. 
but make sure to do that. And more importantly, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five-star, written review, everything helps. Game four, going to be a big one. Need the win. Monday night, 7.30 Eastern time. Have a good rest of the weekend. Have a good Mother's Day. And we will talk to you soon. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic.